Greetings in Jesus' name. The message you are about to listen to is brought to you from Impact Church, located along Parker Road at Polvi House, third floor, Westlands, Nairobi. Our vision is to be a church for those tired of business as usual. You can contact us on plus 254-710-640-240. For further details, visit our social media pages, Impact Church KE1. The kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but power. Welcome to a life-transforming message by Pastor Andrew Mutan. I'm going to finish the series on the river. I feel that even since we began to talk about the river, there is a shift in this place. You don't have to feel it. You're going to see it. Amen. God is doing a new thing in this place as the river flows. Hallelujah. So today we're talking about let the river flow. We began by talking about the river that flowed from the Garden of Eden. And we know that Eden means the presence of God. And we saw that as it was in the beginning, so it shall be at the end. Because in Revelation 22, the Bible says, And then I saw the throne of the Lamb. And from under the throne was a river that flowed as pure as crystal. And wherever that river went, it brought healing and restoration to the nations. And so we say that the river is a sign of the flowing of the Holy Spirit from, first of all, us as individuals, because we are the temples of the Lord. We must be people from whom rivers flow. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 7 and verse 37, whoever is thirsty, let him come and drink. And whoever drinks out of him streams of life-giving waters shall flow. And so it is God's desire that everyone that believes in him is, is, is flowing with rivers. Praise the Lord. But we say that it is not automatic for you to have rivers flowing. You must thirst. The qualification for having rivers flowing out of you is not coming to church. It is not just being a nice Christian. It is not just being religious. Just saying, oh, let me do this and, and have some time. And no, no, no. You must be a thirsty man you must be a thirsty woman but that Jesus Christ himself said blessed are they who hunger and thirst you see the danger of the times we're living in if the Bible describes them as days in which men shall have a form of godliness but shall deny the power thereof we are living in days where men just want to hear what tickles their minds they just want to go to places where they will just be told you will prosper, you will make it. But they don't tell you that for you to make it, you have to be righteous. Because God says for you to be established, you have to be righteous. The Bible says in righteousness, you shall be established. And righteousness is not just about not sinning. Righteousness is about aligning to the divine order. Giving your life and everything, submitting. What the Bible says, we submit our bodies, we offer our bodies as living sacrifices to God. It is that place where you say, God, it is not about me anymore. Because out there, there are some moral, morally good people. They do not lie, they do not steal. They, they don't even think they need God because they think morally they are okay. But God did not save us because he wants us to be morally good people. Uh, he called us to align to the purposes of God. So it is 
we are living in days where men think that it is enough just to come to church but it is more than that you've got to die to every other thing in your life until Christ begins to live in you you've got to be to die to sin that Jesus may live in you you cease being a slave to sin that you may become a slave to righteousness oh hallelujah you you have such a thirst for God that you don't wait for somebody to remind you it is Sunday you're like David who says I was glad when they said to me let us go to the house of the Lord you, you there is such a hunger and thirst and expectation that when you walk in the house of the Lord you're like God I know I came here sick but as soon as I walk in those doors I know I'm gonna be healed such are the people who don't even wait for the pastor to preach when the worship is still going on they just receive their miracles when, when the praise is still going on they are so expectant bible says jesus looked in the eyes of the man and he saw that he was ready for a miracle oh glory to god when you when you see even peter and john the bible says they went to the temple and they looked at the man and and someone said i need to be thirsty oh i feel like i'm getting started i wanted to first read the book of second timothy but and then we can move on let me not go ahead of myself. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 3. The Bible says this, and verse 4. Well, let's read from verse 1. But understand this, that in the last days, which are the days we are living in, perilous times of great stress and trouble will come. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, keep going, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. The Lord help us. Having a form of godliness but denying its power. They will call themselves Christians. They will call their, their, their place where they go, they'll call it church. But they have nothing to do with God. They, 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 they will have a form of godliness. And, the, and God even makes it even more interesting. Let's keep on moving on. Verse 6. Listen. For this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins. Led away by various lusts. Keep going. Always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. You see, it is, it is a danger to be exposed to the word of God and yet remain the same. The Bible says if you are just a hearer and not a doer, you become like a man who sees himself in the mirror and then forgets how he looks like. The word that we preach is supposed to stir in you such a hunger that when you leave this place, you will spend hours on your face crying out to God, hungry for God. If you go to a place and nothing makes you stirred up, then, then that place is not going to cause you to grow. If there is nothing that is challenging you, it means that is not the place for you. And I'm not just talking about church. I'm talking about generally in life. You, you can never grow until you are pushed. It is not the comfortable places that cause us to grow. It is the places that stretch us that cause us to grow. And so even in church, when you come, don't just wait for a good preacher that is just going to say words that are going to tickle you. Can you expect God to move you from your comfort zone? Can you expect God to 
push you from where you are to a place where you have never been because you have been doing the same thing and they say if you keep doing the same thing and expect different results it is called insanity if you want to go where you have never gone you have to be ready to begin to do what you have never done if all your life you have struggled and you know you've never prayed for an hour how about you begin to pray for an hour if you know you have been having a struggle and you've never fasted all your life how about you begin to fast if you fasted for three days how about trying 10 days or 20 days there is something that cannot stop your persistence and your determination combined with your hunger and thirst and expectation that's why jesus christ said it is those who thirst that can carry rivers Someone say, I'm going to be a carrier of rivers. Come on, touch your belly. Say, I'm going to carry rivers. I'm going to carry rivers. Out of me shall flow rivers of life-giving waters. Out of me. Touch your belly. Come on, your belly. Say, belly. My belly. Let out of you. Let rivers flow out of you. Let life flow out of you. Let healing flow out of you. Let restoration flow out of you. As I said from the very beginning, there is a song we used to sing. It says, there is a river of life. It flows out of me it makes the lamb to walk it makes the blind to see Ooh, hallelujah say let the river flow I want the river to flow out of me so before the river flows we must clear the way that's what I'm going to talk about today The river must flow unhindered. The reason we have not seen the river flowing out of church, the reason we have not seen the river flowing out of our lives is that many times there are things that block the way. The reason we have lived, keep playing, I think I liked what you're playing. The reason we have struggled with things in our lives and we don't seem to move from another level, from one level to another, is because there are certain things that are blocking the way. Today we are saying, God, whatever has been blocking the river flow, I'm ready to get it out of the way. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Whatever has blocked the flow of the river, it is time for us to clear the way I want us to go to the book of Isaiah chapter 40 Isaiah chapter 40 today I feel an anointing an unction a prophetic unction so you, I, I will be preaching I will be teaching but I'm also going to prophesy and by prophesying, I'm not just going to talk about personal prophecies, but I'm going to help you understand the hour we are living in. Because a lot of us are wondering what is going on in, 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 in Russia, what is going on in Ukraine, what is this season that we are living in. And I pray that your ears will understand because there are certain things that by the Spirit of God, God has helped me to understand. This week, there are things God has been opening my ear to hear. Amen? So as we talk about the river flowing, we are going to be talking about the river flowing out of our lives, but also the river flowing out of the church, and then the river flowing into the nations. Praise the Lord. Because God's plan is not just about you. God's plan is bigger than you as a person. God's plan is for you, for your family, for the nation, and for the nations. Amen? So Isaiah 40 verse, verse 3 says, A voice of one who cries, Prepare in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Let's continue. 
For every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked paths or places shall be made straight, and the rough places shall be made smooth. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh, someone say all flesh, shall see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. In this season, and I want you to hear me and hear me very well. God is changing the world. He's turning around the world. Those that were first are going to go down. And those that were last are going to go up. We are about to see some of the biggest economies of the world begin to go on their knees. And the economies that people look down on, and I'm talking about Africa, we are about to see a shift where African nations are going to be catapulted to a place of prominence in the world. And everything that is happening right now in the nation of Russia and Ukraine is having such an impact on the world because before God can begin to show himself strong, one of the things that must happen in the last days, there must be a shaking. And, and what we are seeing right now is God is shaking and shifting the balance of power. Now listen to me very well. Very soon, the balance of power will move away from where it has always been, in the nations of the West, and it's going to shift. And one of the places that is going to begin to rise up is the, nation, the land of Africa. God is going to cause Africa to become such a great leader, especially in the church. We are going to see the nations begin to look to Africa. Because the light is going to begin to shine out of this land. And when we talk about Africa, Kenya is one of the nations that God has singled out that is going to cause his light to shine from this nation. That's why we must be ready. We must set ourselves ready, not just to focus on just our church, our little congregation, our little money, whatever we have, and begin to realize it is bigger than this. We are part of a bigger thing that God is doing. So as, as, as things begin to shift, as things begin to shift, God is making a way for the river to flow. I said, God says, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I will, my, I will pour out my spirit. I want you to position yourself in righteousness. Position yourself according to divine order. Because the systems of the world are about to be shaken. If, you, if all your hope was in what you earn, your husband, your wife, that is about to be shaken. If your source is not Yahweh, Jehovah, that is going to be shaken. Because God says, once more I will shake the heavens and the earth. And so friends, I want you to know, we are living at a time where God is shaking everything. And the economies are going to crumble. Things that people you know hoped on, big super I mean stock markets and things that people thought were the heaviest are going to begin to crash. And God is going to raise up nations, and it's going to happen so fast. Hallelujah. I sense that in this season, there's a beginning of a new thing. Hallelujah. 
and so you better get ready tell your neighbor be ready get ready because God wants to use you say me how is God going to use you me God is going to use you God is going to use you because the nations are going to rise up and run to you in Jesus mighty name so begin to enlarge your thinking hallelujah I challenge you if you don't have a passport look for one I challenge you to begin to think about nations begin to think about bigger things begin to believe God for what you have never seen before for this is a season of a lifting up as some are cast down others are going to be lifted up the river must flow you see, when, when, when COVID struck and struck the nations, people, most people were afraid. And they were like, wow, people, evil men and wicked men have had their way. They are taking over. But I want you to know that God has never been without a witness. God can never be challenged. When men think they are going ahead of God, God will amaze them because he will frustrate their plans and cause his plans to come to pass. And when everything is said and done, he remains Jehovah. He remains Yahweh. And the nations must bow down to him. Listen to me. Even as a nation, and we know this is an election year, I see in the spirit such a shaking coming to this nation. This week, my spirit was so stirred up to pray for Kenya, and especially corruption. And the moment I began to pray against corruption, the enemy hit me in a hard way. Because I went somewhere, I was picking some water somewhere, and I didn't even spend, not even five minutes, at a parking. And I, I knew it was a city council parking, but I knew I'm just picking water and leaving. So these guys, in that few minutes, maybe three minutes, they took my number, put me in the system. The next thing I see is a message telling me I have defaulted and I have to pay 2000 I think 200 So they say, call this number. So the moment I call the number, these guys tell me, you actually don't have to pay this amount. We can clear this for you. I, I don't know. I, th I don't think you say the men are the right place. <laughs> if you comply, the temptation was great because I, I, I knew, you know, I don't really deserve to pay this much. I was only here, not even for five, for just three minutes. But my spirit was stirred up, says, if you are praying against corruption and you become a partaker of it, how are you going to fight it? So I, these guys, I, 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 you know, they, they kept calling. You know, they, they, so they, they kept calling, calling. I just said to ignore their, their, their phones. I, I closed my eyes and I lost that money and I paid it. But I got so angry. I said, how can people do such things? You know, and, and, and it has happened to me many times. You know, there, there are times you're, you know, you're stopped in traffic. There are times I've, I've had to go to court, you know, just because I don't want to bribe. But there is something that I saw in the spirit as I was praying. And listen to me and listen very well. This monster called corruption. This evil called corruption. God is going to take. I saw like a greater. You know the way those things that go in the ground. And they begin to pull things. There is something that is going to shake this nation. And the corruption is going to be destroyed from the root in Jesus name. You wait. You wait. You are going to see it. There is going to be such a shaking against this monster called corruption. And just because of that, the economy of Kenya is going to catapult. I say the economy of this nation is going to move to another level because God is, has heard the cries of the oppressed. I said God has heard the cries of the oppressed. And I want to advise you something. As you pray for the election, don't focus on personalities. Focus on God's agenda. If I could be open with you personally, I'm not praying for anybody to be president. 
In fact, I don't have a choice. But I am praying that God, whoever ends up being president, let your will be done in Kenya. I said, whoever becomes the MCA or the MP or whatever, the will of God, the God who used Cyrus, may he use wicked men to change this nation. The days we are living in, it is going to be the hand of God. Oh, listen to me, church. The hand of God is going to begin to move things. And the reason God wants to move is because the river must flow. Every church that has been on a wrong foundation, God is about to move it. Every pastor, every man of God that has been on a wrong foundation, I say the shaking is coming. A shaking is coming. Bad foundations, men that have been on the altar, yet sleeping around with women, God is about to expose them. Things that have been hidden and have been secreted, they're about to come to the surface. Why? Because everything that has been hidden that has stopped the altar from the river from flowing from under the altar, God is saying, I must deal with it. Every false religion, every occultic practice, every satanic practice, those who are involved in mixtures, going to the altars of God, and also going to satanic altars, in the name of Jesus, their time is up, because God is raising a stand. God is raising a stand, and the scepter of the wicked shall not remain on the land that has been allotted to the righteous. God is going to lift up a church, a church that is pure, a church that is righteous, a church that is holy, a church that is bold the river must flow I say the river must flow the river must flow and the shaking is coming from Africa for out of Africa is going to be a great church there's going to be a people that are going to call upon God oh hallelujah I said hallelujah it is this very continent that is going to carry the river I say this continent is going to cause a river to flow to nations and nations that were in darkness are going to begin to see the light because of what is about to move out of Africa and when I talk about Africa I'm talking about you I'm talking about you it is you you better tell your children to get ready you gotta tell the people around you to get ready tell them get ready begin to pray begin to seek God because God is about to use you God is about to send some of you even to distant lands that you may carry the river. Someone say carry the river. It is the season. Wait for the shaking. It is coming. It is coming. It is coming in the church. I said it is coming. It is coming. Those were, that were not known are going to be known. And those that were known are going to, some of them are going to come down. There is a lifting and there is a casting down. Listen to what Isaiah 19, 19 says. How I pray. How I pray. How I pray that God will help us. In that day, there will be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt. The land of Egypt talks about the African continent. And the Bible says in the middle of that land, there will be an altar raised to the Lord. For they will cry and a pillar to the Lord at its border. For they will cry to the Lord. It will be a sign and a witness in the land of Egypt. For they will cry to the Lord because of the oppressors. And he will send them a savior and a mighty one. And he will deliver them. You see, when you read this, we're not reading the whole chapter, but when you read this, it was a prophecy about Egypt. And it is a prophecy that God says, in that last days, in that day, God says, I'm going to raise for myself what? An altar in the middle of the land of Egypt. I don't know where the middle of Africa is, but I know that something is about to rise up from this continent that will be a sign and a witness to the nations. Something is about to rise up from this land. And when I talk about that, God says, even you, 
and the children that he has given you, you are for signs and wonders. Oh, look verse 23, what it says, the same chapter. Well, let's, let's move on. Listen, 21. And the Lord will make himself known to Egypt. And the Egyptians will know the Lord in that day. The black men and the black women. God is about to make himself known to us. I say this is the hour that God is making himself known to Africa. And, and, and we will know the Lord. As other nations run away from God, as other nations run away from foundations of righteousness, we are a people that are going to run to Jehovah God. And because of that, God will have for himself an altar in the middle of this continent. And that shall be a sign and a witness to the nations. And that is why the economy, the economies of Africa are about to rise up. Whatever was stopping us from becoming great, God is shifting it. Right now as I speak, even with this wall, as much as it looks evil, I want you to see that God is still in control. Glory to God. And he is shifting economies and he's beginning to push Africa, Africa, Africa. Come on somebody, listen to me. Before the next five years, something is coming out of Africa that is going to be one of the economies that is going to rise up among the top economies in the world. Whether you believe it or not, wait for it. Now, the Bible says God is going to make himself what? I like what the Amplified says. It says the Egyptians will know. They will have knowledge. They will be acquainted with they will give it to and cherish the Lord. Is there somebody in this? You know, this is our year of being acquainted with the Holy Spirit. It is our year of agreeing with the Holy Spirit. And there are some people who are saying, you know, I, I want to be part of this that were prophesied. Hallelujah. That when God looks on Africa, the Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth that he may find those whose hearts are committed to him. May the Lord find you as he walks over Kenya. I say it as the eyes of the Lord run across Nairobi, run across this continent. May he find a man. May he find you who is thirsty. Somebody who is hungry for him. Somebody who is expecting somebody who is saying God I want to be acquainted with you I want to have knowledge of you I want to cherish you I want to be closer to you it is not about the money it is not about the houses it is not about the cars it is not about the wife or the husband if they come that's wonderful but even when they come they will not take your place because I have chosen it is you that is number one in my life I will be acquainted to you if you give me all these things I will still praise you. I will not bow down to mammon. I will not bow down to the system of this world. I will not bow down to the gods of Babylon. But I will bow down to Jehovah. I will serve no other God. But I will only serve God. I will not let anything take me away from the love of God. Nothing shall separate me. Whether it is sickness or disease or hunger or famine even prosperity. Someone say out of Africa our people will be acquainted with the Lord. Someone said, that's me. So that's, the, I'm the one Isaiah saw. I'm about to be, to cherish the Lord. Glory to God. Listen. And the Lord shall smite Egypt. And smiting and healing. I want you to hear this word. There, I feel this word. Some of you have been smitten by the Lord. Some of you have been crushed by the things you've been through. But, but God never smites you to destroy you. God, God never, if it is truly from the Lord, it is not to destroy you. It is to push you out of your comfort zone. 
for you have stayed you had stayed i hear this a word for somebody you had stayed in a small place for far too long and god wanted your eyes to lift and then see something that is greater than you are and because of that you had to be shaken and you had to be pushed and you had to be moved and for a season it didn't seem good but god says once i establish you you're going to be amazed because i'm about to do something this is a word for somebody first peter chapter 5 and verse 10 i hear this i hear this your season is coming first peter chapter 5 and verse 10 your season your season after and after you have suffered a little while is there somebody you have suffered a little while you've been in some debt for some while you, you have gone through shame bible says what and after you have suffered a little while the god of all grace who imparts all blessing and favor who has called you it is not a man that called you it is god who has called you he says he has called you to his own eternal glory in christ jesus he himself will complete you he will make you what you ought to be he will establish you he will ground you securely he will strengthen you and he will say to you listen impact church for a season it seemed like nothing was happening in this place but the god of all grace the god of all grace is shifting things in your favor he is about to establish you he is about to say to you he is about to ground you he is about to announce you to this city he is going to announce you to this nation i see a lifting coming when others say it is a time for a casting down god says there is a lifting when others say it is time for a casting down god says it is time for a lifting you have suffered for a little while you have been ashamed for a little while but god says i will lift you up i will establish you i will crown you i will strengthen you i will settle you you will not have to cry anymore your weeping may have gone on for a while but your joy is coming he says in smiting he will be healing in smiting he will heal in smiting he will heal and they will return to the Lord and he will listen to their entreaties back to Isaiah 19 verse 22 and the Lord shall smite it and smiting and healing it and they will return to the Lord I know some of us have walked away many times but now we have returned to the Lord we have returned to Jehovah we are saying God though we have been smitten we have nowhere else to go we have no one else to run to though we have messed up though we have fallen up but the Bible says though the righteous man falls seven times yet he rises again yes we have been smitten yes we have been displayed but Lord we have nowhere to run we have run back to you. May you heal us, O God. May you hear our cries. May you heal us. Oh, I don't know who is. I feel an anointing in this place. Somebody's shame is being taken away. Somebody thought uh, that God is tired of their falling. But God is saying, as long as you return, I will always receive you. As long as you come back to me, I will always receive you. Though I have smitten you, I am healing you. I am lifting you up. Once more, I will establish you. I will settle you. I feel the anointing. Somebody is about to be lifted up. Right from everything that the enemy had thrown on you. Right from everything that you thought it was over you thought nobody will love you again you thought nobody will listen to you again but the Lord says it is I that has smitten you and it is me that will heal you I feel this word let's continue verse 23 and in that day and this is the season I tell you listen to this very well because you're going to see it out of Africa life is coming i said life is coming i said life is coming in that day there shall be a highway out of egypt to assyria assyria is the middle east and god says there's going to be what and the assyrian will come to egypt and the egyptian into assyria and the egyptians will worship the lord with the assyrians so what God is saying, I'm not just moving in Africa, but I'm about to shake the Arab world. 
you're going to see it. You're going to see there's going to be such a move of God that is going to cause revival in the Middle East. Because this is what he says. He's going to say this. He said there's going to be a highway. Africans are going to be going to to the Arab world preaching the gospel and the Arabs are going to be coming to Africa and the Bible says and the Egyptians and the Assyrians the, 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 the African people are going to abandon all these gods of the mountains the gods of the Migumo trees the gods of everything <laughs> we, we are running to God because he alone is our God hallelujah listen to what the Bible says the next verse not only is there Egypt and Assyria, Bible says, and Israel. So God says, I'm going to join Africa and the Arabs and Israelites. In that day, Israel shall be the third with Egypt and Assyria in a messianic league. Someone said there is about to be a cooperation. You see, even the things that happen, it is not by accident. That, that Israel has been asking to be part of the African Union for many years. Some people have tried to stop it. But I know it is of God. Because God is saying in the last days, there's going to be a league. Egypt, Africa, Assyria, and Israel are going to form a what? A blessing in the midst of Someone said these are the days. I'm talking about the river flowing. I said I'm talking about the rivers. The river flowing. Part of the reason why the river has not flown is because the enemy has tried to destroy what God was trying to do in Africa. The enemy has tried to put down the self-esteem of African people. The enemy has tried to put down the economy of Africa. Well, you know, you say, preacher, why are you not talking about me being blessed and me becoming a millionaire? If Kenya becomes wealthier, you're going to be wealthy in Jesus' name. I say, if, if, if the corruption in this land is destroyed, there's going to be enough for everybody. We will have better schools. We will have better hospitals. We'll have better everything. It, it, is, it, is, it is terrible. If it is true that 2 billion shillings is stolen every day, that's, that's, that's enough money in 15 days to build thicker superhighway because that thing cost only 30 billion dollars, I mean 30 billion shillings. So in one month, we would be able to build another one. But we bind that spirit of corruption. I say it in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of corruption. We break its power. We bind that strong man. We command you to lose this nation. We command you to leave this nation. In the name of Jesus, we bind corruption out of government, out of the army, out of the police, out of every place. We bind in the name of Jesus. <laughs> We're about to finish. Verse 25. After there is a leak, whom the Lord of hosts has blessed, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, and Assyria, the work of my hands, and Israel, my heritage. This is a prophecy. It says, I will bless Egypt. And I will speak and say, blessed be Egypt. Now I know all these years you've been hearing about people saying that Africa was cursed. But this is, what, this is the truth. God says, a day is coming. It was just the season. You see, when, when your season has not come, people can despise you. When your time has not come, people can look down on you. When your time has not come, people can think, you, you, you know, how come it doesn't happen for him? How come it doesn't happen for her? Maybe she's cursed. Maybe she was bewitched. No, 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 no. Just tell them, my time just hasn't come. And God is just turning around, turning around the cycles in your favor. I don't know who I'm preaching to. Your season has come. The time for Africa to be called the blessed people of God, to be in a league with Israel where God says blessed are these people these are my people somebody touch yourself say there is nothing wrong with my skin God made me to come on talk to yourself say I am beautiful I am 
wonderfully made. There is nothing wrong with being African because the time is coming when men are about to look at me and say, blessed are those people because God has crafted them with Israel, his heritage. This is the season. I came here as a man of God and I thank God this message is being recorded because you're going to turn to it not long from today. We are moving into a new season where there is a lifting coming to Africa. Where men will no longer call us cursed. Where nations will begin to run. Where a highway will begin will be built from Egypt, from Africa, to the Middle East, to Israel, to other nations. Because everything that the world has been looking for, they will find it on this continent, including the power of God, including the church of God. There is something, as God begins to lift us up, God is lifting you up. I said God is lifting you up. Your season must change. Your cycles must change. Listen. The river must flow. The river must flow. Now I've talked about this is a prophetic word that God wanted me to release concerning Africa, concerning this season. But I want now to speak to you. How can the river flow in your life? And I'll just finish this in the next maybe five to ten minutes and I'll be done. Because something must change in your life. If God is going to bring revival, he has to begin with you. And I want you to understand this. God works in cycles. Amen. The earth rotates with other planets in cycles around the sun. What we call hours and minutes, it's just cycles. As the earth goes around the sun, the more it faces towards the sun, we have day. When it is faces away from the sun, we have night. It is cycles. When you understand this, you will understand that unless something changes, cycles must repeat themselves. Why am I saying this? The people that went ahead of you, some of you are saying, now I'm born again. But how come I'm still struggling? How come I'm still battling with things? It's because when, whenever we sin or whenever a man sins, we walk away from a cycle of God's order and we open a door into a demonic cycle. That's why the enemy wants you to sin because he knows. He wants to interrupt what God was doing. And so it is time for you to say, enough is enough of these demonic cycles. Enough is enough of patterns of poverty and frustration. It seems as if I'm coming out and then I find myself back again. I must begin to do something different. You see, uh, I don't know how many of you studied this, but somewhere in the study of physics, there is something that is called uh, moving off on a tangent. Some of you may not remember that. But, but, but there, there is a certain force you can apply to something that has been moving in a circle that it is able to spiral off and go on a tangent. That's what they call it. That's a word. But what this really means is that even if something has been moving in a circle for a long time, there is a force that can cause it to jump out of that place and begin to move into a different direction. This is uneven. That's how they're able to cast things into space. Because they use a force that is able to lift them out of the earth atmosphere and push them to a higher realm. Now, when I want to bring it to a place where you understand, there are things that have been happening in your life. But when the river comes, it is the force that will push you 
to move out of a cycle of, of disease, a cycle of distress. You know, there are people who keep saying, this is a disease that came from my parents. No, 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 no. It doesn't have to be in your body. We refuse that in Jesus' name. You know, nobody has been rich in my family. No, 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 no. All that applied before you came. Now that you are here, when the river begins to flow, you are about to spiral out from that family of the Kamaus, from that family of the Onyangos, until you are able to move into a place where nothing will stop you anymore. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I believe there is a man, I believe there is a woman in this place that because you have believed God, you are about to change the destiny of not just your family, but an entire tribe, an entire generation where your children shall be called blessed. Someone said, I'm at the river. You see, the thing about the river, the river has force. The river has power. The river can push you. The river can push you. Someone said, let the river flow. Let the river flow. I'm tired of, of these cycles. I want to step. I want to step into God's cycle. God's cycle of favor. God's cycle of blessing. God's cycle of prosperity. I'm not going to be talking about I was up and I was down. This is what I wear where I was last year. I was in debt. See, I'm back in debt. No, 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 no. We break that cycle in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the river flow. Let the river. Someone say, let the river flow. Every valley must be lifted. Every mountain must be brought low. Every crooked path must be made straight. Every rough place must be made plain. I release the grace of God upon your life in the name of Jesus. The Bible says the God of all grace, after you have suffered a while, he will establish you. He will ground you. He will settle you. He will lift you up. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but enough is enough of those cycles. Enough is enough of that pain. Enough is enough of that shame. We are breaking out. We are breaking out. We are breaking out. We are breaking out. I will no more go around year after year, month after month with the same story. I'm writing a new chapter in my life. Come on, somebody begin to pray. Come on, pray. Believe that. I'm done. I'm done. Just raise up. Begin to pray. Pray that word. The message is brought to you from Impact Church, located along Parker Road at Polvi House, third floor, Westlands, Nairobi. Our vision is to be a church for those tired of business as usual. You can contact us on plus 254-710-640-240. For further details, visit our social media pages, Impact Church KE1. The kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but power.